Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Michelle Rambles Art and More. I think it's been a bit of time since I've last recorded an episode, and also last uploaded one. But I think so far I've uploaded, let me check, I believe I've uploaded four um, official episodes. But my goal for for Quest this year was to upload at least ten. And since I only uploaded four, and I think the quest turn-in date is in a couple weeks, it's um, become more of a pressing issue, I would say, because um, in the past, a couple months ago, and for the months leading up to now, um, when I'm recording this, it's Friday, April um, 2nd. So my plan for this weekend is to record at least three episodes so episodes five six and seven and then um over the course of next week complete the next three um these next three episodes i am feeling pretty confident in my ability um to record them because i have some ideas already set out so it won't be too difficult to just start recording and get it ready to be posted so Um, That's kind of where my head's been recently, and we'll get started with the episode. Hello everyone. So like I just stated, um, today we'll be talking about working with watercolor, um, going through some different examples um, from this year that I've done, that I've been working on, and that I've finished my experience with watercolors, and um, any tips or tricks that I have for anyone who enjoys watercolor or likes it, um, but possibly struggles with it, because it's definitely, I would say, a more difficult medium of art. Okay, so we'll start with um, example number one. This is the biggest example um, that I've been working on. It's a very full piece of paper um, and there's just a lot going on in this scene so this is a scene of a cafe and I used photo reference for this um, so I had the photo reference up in front of me as I was sketching it out and then getting ready to paint but then afterwards I kind of just kept that photo in my brain and tweaked a couple areas so changed some colors changed some Um, structures where I didn't love the photo and then use that to adapt in my own watercolor painting. I really enjoyed working on this painting. I think it's the first time that I've done a very detailed watercolor painting um, because there's this one TikToker who I really love watching their TikToks because they are also a watercolor, mainly watercolor artist and they do all of these super intricate and detailed um, watercolor paintings. They're generally smaller and um, will depict some some modern day scene like a house or a street in a city, etc. But I just really admire how detailed they um, are with their paintings and how much um, effort and precision they put in that. So yeah i would say that a lot of this painting kind of has the same value in terms of color it's mostly that um kind of dull gray and brown 
um, except for this right side with the brighter green. Um, I would say I am planning to do another large painting like this in the future, hopefully soon, but I would definitely want to find a different photo reference for whatever I'm planning to do in the future um, with more color, because I do want to experiment with more color. And um, I'd say when I first look at this painting, and most likely to anyone else who looks at it for the first time, you're a little bit unsure where to look. There's really no focal point, and in my experience learning from the different art teachers that I've had and going to different art studios, something important um, in any work of art is having some sort of focal point. So when someone looks at it, they'll be able to tell what exactly is the main point. Um, their eyes are drawn to a specific area, usually because it's brighter than the rest or it's just sticking out in some sort of way. And I'd say in this painting, I didn't really do that as much, which isn't always a bad thing. I had a lot of fun experimenting with different lines. I'm working on the floor area with the tiles was really fun because I could pretty much just choose whatever patterns that I wanted to. I definitely um, did not completely follow the photo reference because it wasn't super detailed and I couldn't exactly tell what designs they had on the tiles. Um, I think for the some of the tiles in the foreground, or I approximately followed their patterns, but then after that I kind of just um, did my own thing, which was really fun because I think that following a photo reference is extremely helpful when you're not really sure where to start, but then after you have your bearings and you know what you want to do um, and you want to explore a little bit on your own, then it's really helpful to just go on and do that and kind of stray a little bit away from the photo reference, whatever that is. The second example, example two, is a much smaller watercolor painting. I think I worked on this um, either very early 2021 or uh, very late 2020, so I think in December or January. It's a lot less detailed of a painting, but I think I really enjoyed working with bright colors, the yellows, the reds, the pinks, and the greens. And it's a lot less, I don't even want to say it's less detailed because I think there are still some prominent details like the cars and the main signs. But then in the background, I didn't really um, add any specific details, which I do think makes you focus specifically on the street um, and the cars on the street. So there is kind of that form point. I kind of like how abstract it is. It's not as concrete in terms of details as um, example one. And I really enjoyed working on this one. This one definitely took me a lot less time than example one. Example one, I worked on it for so long, for at least a month, I think. I would just work on it for, if I had nothing else to do, or if I was watching a video, I would multitask. I would just add in other little pen lines. It took a long while for me to finish it. But I think that it was worth it in the end. Although I, I do want to um, read some different articles or find some resources about working efficiently with art because sometimes I feel like I will just repaint specific areas and it won't end up looking any different than it did before. But it will just take me a lot of time to keep repainting areas or adding on um, pen strokes, things like that. So yeah, I really enjoyed this one. I'm pretty sure 
I did it in one sitting, probably like 40 minutes. And I would love to do more of these um, smaller watercolor paintings in the future. Because I think then I could also experiment with painting different things, not only landscapes, but maybe maybe some still life. I've done a lot of still life at my uh, previous art studio, um, but I haven't done it for a long while. So I think it might be a good idea to touch up on some of those skills. Example three is a watercolor painting of a house. All of these examples that I've talked about so far, I did use a photo reference for. Um, example three, I think I did quite earlier in the year. I just had a lot of fun experimenting with different lines. Again, I think I created this example um, because I was really inspired by the TikToker that I mentioned. And I'll link her TikTok in the Quest database. So if you want to check um, out all of her interesting TikToks, I would highly recommend that you do that. Um, she's super talented. Yeah, so she's done a lot of work painting houses with watercolor and I was really inspired by that so I decided to try it out a little bit. I um, used different pens I think and different brushes of different thicknesses to recreate that different depth and I also just like all the other ones I would love to do more house specific watercolor paintings. So example four is again another one of the more colorful ones. I really enjoy working with a lot of bright colors. I think especially with watercolor, sometimes you'll be more scared to, or at least this is my own personal experience, I don't think I can speak for everyone, but my experience with watercolor is that I remember when I was a lot younger and I was working with watercolor in my studios, I would be really scared to um, be adventurous with the colors. So um, my paintings would end up being a lot duller than, than I expected, and then it ended up looking just kind of dull and faded. And I remember my teacher, she would tell me, add more color, add more brightness. It just, they all, all the colors are very um, dull and monochrome, and they all kind of blend together. So that was always something that I struggled with. I think working with watercolor is very different from working with acrylic and oil painting in the way that with acrylic and oil painting the pigments are extremely extremely bright and you don't use as much water obviously in acrylic and oil painting um, as you use with watercolor painting so I would also tend to add too much water um, when using a color and watercolor so it would just be very not pigmented but with acrylic and oil, it's a lot easier to use bright colors and not feel so nervous about how that would turn out. Also, I think for watercolor, it's a lot more difficult to um, fix any errors that you've made. Just because once it's there on the page, I think it's more difficult to remove. With acrylic and oil, you can pretty much just paint over it and it doesn't leave some super weird smudge or anything. But yeah, that's definitely one of the main struggles that I have with watercolor. I would say it's definitely a good idea to experiment with bright colors. And also, don't be so scared or timid um, when it comes to using colors. So, of course, you, you still need to use water. But if you are trying to achieve a brighter look or more bold colors, then don't use as much water. Because that's just going to water it down. 
and it might end up looking duller than you wanted it to, which can be frustrating. My last example I believe that I have is a mountain and river landscape. This one, again, is um, has a duller tone than the last one. I realize that in this episode I've kind of been making it sound like a bad thing, but I don't necessarily think that it is. If you want your painting to to be more calm, quote-unquote calm, or to just blend together more, then um, by all means I think it's great for it to be duller. I think I love having a variety of both dull and then super bright, energetic um, colors in my paintings. So this painting also took me a relatively short amount of time, I'd say maybe an hour. Um, one of my favorite pastimes when I'm painting with watercolor is listening to a, a true crime podcast. I think watercoloring is definitely a hobby of mine that doesn't take all of the effort or all of the energy in my brain and it's nice to be able to listen to something in the background or to play music or to uh, multitask in a way um, because I just get the opportunity to experiment with different colors and it's super fun and calming. It's definitely not as stressful, I would say, as maybe acrylic painting is to me. Yeah, so these five examples are just a few of the many pieces that I've been working on this year. I hope to add to the collection and when I do, it'll probably be after I've posted this episode, but I do plan to continue updating the um, photos document um, for this episode in the podcast quest database so for those who want to continue seeing newer versions of work or um, newer watercolor paintings I um, am gonna I'm gonna hold myself to that Um, I'm gonna hold myself accountable to continue updating that even after my specific quest period for this year is done um, because I think in the upcoming months and years when I want to look back on the work that I've done so far, um, just keeping some sort of Google document or folder of some sort will be helpful for me to be able to look at how I've improved, if I have, and things like that. So this was an episode on my experience working with watercolor, and I hope that you enjoyed. And I hope to see you very, very soon for um, the upcoming new episode, which I believe will also be an art-based episode. Thank you.